Early childhood educators are getting a pay boost, and a pretty significant one. It actually represents a 19.3% increase. And here to explain how this is working and why this decision was arrived at is the Education Minister, Stephen Lecce. Good morning, sir. Good morning, John. All right, this is a very significant bump, and I have to think that uh, there there may be multiple motivations. One would be, though, that it wasn't paying very well, so people were leaving the sector. The other was, if you worked in a school, you got better pay, so people were leaving daycare centers and going to work in schools. It's true. There was a competitive disadvantage to stay, and there's a national shortage of ECEs, early childhood educators, in the country. So we have to step up with a plan to create a competitive advantage, because, look, If we want to grow the economy, we need to have affordable childcare so people uh, do not have to make this choice that many parents uh, and often many women would have to make of having to choose between a profession or a career or raising their children. And those are unacceptable choices. So the point of this is to shore up the workforce so that we can hit our targets and open more spaces. John, we're creating 86,000 spaces. That's not insignificant. It's the biggest lift in a generation. So we need the people in order to deliver childcare and in order to keep reducing fees. We cut them by 50% for an average Ontarian parent. That's, that's about eight to $12,000 a child. So this was the right thing to do to support them. And look, these are folks who worked through the pandemic stop. They did not close at any point. They kept our economy going, especially our central service economy. So we appreciate what they do. We're lifting their wages to create parity with the school boards. As you know, with the QP deal last fall, you know, uh, those workers, lower paid workers, got a very respectable increase. And we're doing the same for those exact ECEs that work in our child care settings to remove that, um, uh, uh, let's say, that incentive, the disincentive to stay and work within our child care settings. Okay, now you're doing a bit of a victory lap about this, and I'm very happy that these workers are getting a deserved pay hike. But your government fought tooth and nail against this, and then you announced it yesterday, and now you're here to tell everybody what a great idea it is. I mean, you created Law 124, and you fought in court, and you lost, but now now the money's there. Yeah, I mean, uh, these workers uh, within childcare were not subject to Bill 124, so those are very different concepts. I mean, for childcare... These are workers, you know, they're largely in the nonprofit or for-profit centers. What we did fight for in, with the, when it came to getting this deal done was with the federal government to make sure that we included for-profit child care, because I believe as a progressive conservative that we should respect the choices of parents and not be against those families that opt into local for-profit child care. So Ontario, unlike the rest of Canada, negotiated a materially better deal with $3 billion more from the feds allowed us flexibility to help more parents. But at the end of the day, I just want to help the workforce, give them a sign of respect, increase their wages annually, and allow us to keep expanding childcare to let us keep building the economy, growing the economy. And I think both of those concepts have to coexist. Okay, and one last thing, of course, another thing you announced this week that I think is a welcome announcement is a new protocol for dropping kids off. It's a rare occurrence, but it can be a fatal occurrence that kids are forgotten in cars. Yeah, it, it has happened in the country. It's happened around the world. It is very tragic. It is rare. Um, but look, I mean, uh, and we've all heard of these examples. They're heartbreaking, and often they're preventable. So in schools, in an elementary school, if you're dropping a child off to, say, to kindergarten, a comparable age to child care, you know, if you, your kid doesn't get to school this morning, you're going to get a call or a text or a voicemail informing the parent or legal guardian that something's unusual. 
of their arrival or their dismissal. Someone didn't pick them up. So this creates a policy on childcare settings that is exactly like we have in schools. And uh, as many parents said, this type of policy can save lives and, w- and would save lives if it's in place. But half of our centers do it today. By January 1, I'm requiring that they're all going to be doing it to create a universal policy just to help you know, reduce risk. If we could save one child and avoid the heartbreak of a parent of a tragedy, obviously the government should do it. So we're bringing it forth. And a colleague of mine, actually, uh, Brian Riddell, brought forth a motion in the legislature calling on the, uh, calling on the government to do this because, you know, he's been impacted and, and his, uh, the human impact of loss is, is so significant. So I, um, I, I just I think it's the right thing to do. I think we've got to do everything humanly possible to protect the most vulnerable kids within our care. Thank you, Minister. Okay. Stephen Lecce is the Education Minister.